millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. is a new world order and i am zane c weber chancellor of the national council of zane australia here at the table tonight talking to my esteemed colleagues from across the nation state seas your people's champion mm. your one in 200 your man mm-hmm. on the street the man that mm-hmm. gravity forgot what sebastian of the united states of sub america i have heard that about him actually <laughs> you're right do you have trouble digesting things <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess yeah. you would. No, 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 because astronauts in, <laughs> in, true, in, yeah. in orbit do don't have, have trouble. I'm just saying. It's not impossible. It's not impossible, but they have issues. Yeah, it is some, documented. Just get some of that good NASA pace down you. <laughs> Our scientists aren't all behind this <laughs> gravity theory you other nations have. Oh, so you're flat earthers. No, no, no. We believe the earth is a shape. <laughs> A round, <laughs> flat shape. It's more of a octagon sphere combination. Well, There's probably a name for it. I can't think of it. Living outside of reality aside, <laughs> I am the last of the three, Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the What first about time, a pyramid-shaped earth? <laughs> where, why, why can't we see the corners? Columbus thought it was pear-shaped. Ooh, that's a good. No, he was an idiot for things. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was a renowned idiot. What about like a disc? He got sent away because he was such an idiot. Not to go back on the flight. Yeah, Queen thing. Isabella gave in. All right, for Christ's sake, just stop coming to me. <laughs> go, go on your little trip. Hopefully you'll die. What about like a Terry Pratchett sort of Discworld theory? Like, it's, I know it's kind of flat earthy, but it's also open to other worlds. It's as well. Turtles no, no. all the way down, <laughs> madam. It's very flat earthy, yep. but also the geography is entirely different to our planet. Yep. Well, you, so so your scientists. <laughs> all right. Yep, good. Speaking of science, uh, nobody expects the Australian Inquisition. It's because we're an atheist state. Yep. <laughs> That's when they least expect it. Uh, if you are joining us for the first time, before I jump into my uh, first issue, is we discuss issues that our game, nationstates.net, supplies to us each week. Uh, we will yell at each other and then we will make decisions and see whether or not our populaces can survive our rule. Now... Nobody expects the Zane Australian Inquisition. Some key figures of Zane Australia's major religious groups have requested government sponsorship for the institution of an Inquisition to try heretics and blasphemers. Are you fucking kidding me? 
Normally, the issue is the most reasonable part of what we will read. <laughs> like, come on, in, in, in Zane Australia, scientists, teachers, God, people, you know, putting out pamphlets can get a subsidy. So why not the priests giving it a go? Well, let's yeah. see what they want. Let's see what, <laughs> what they want. Just say they want to persecute people? Cardinal Mortimer Gratwick, Archbishop of Zane Australia City, demands I kiss his ring before telling me... <laughs> The church encourages the formation of an inquisition. However, it will only be to drive those in error and put them on the right track to holiness. You needn't worry about those nasty thumb screws, and we haven't had a rack in ages. So we wouldn't be torturing people. Of course, in order to bring this noble plan into effect, the holy office must have jurisdiction over the civil courts. We just want to whack a few of these Irish snakes. That's all we want to do. We're not trying to kill all of them. We just want to kill a few snakes. That's all we want. It's fine. Just turn the other way and don't look at what we're doing because we're just killing some snakes. You know what? It's fine. Zane, these are men of God. There is no way they would abuse their power and coerce it. Co-opted into the, in, into their own you know biases. The fact that you as think long that they as would, there's no preteen boys involved, <laughs> oh, right? Or, or girls, Mostly sometimes. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Comparatively progressive compared to most of the stories coming out of Hollywood. Now, now, <laughs> <laughs> number two. This is bloody outrageous! Screams Adam Vega. Head of the nation's most important civil liberties movement, people for the ethical treatment of everything, Pete for short, <laughs> while jumping up and down in front of a television camera. These damn ultra conservatives will plunge us into chaos. Zane Australia can never have an inquisition. Everyone should have the right to think, say, believe, etc., whatever the damn they please. When was the last time you released a dove on a monthly basis, huh? Huh? That's what I thought. It's time to move beyond these primitive beliefs. Her voice aside, <laughs> strongly agree. Yeah, she does make a good point. Yep. Yep. It's like, why put these people in charge of every, literally everyone yeah. uh, that they haven't voted for? Like really? These people could go into office. They could run for elections yeah. and then if they get the majority, then... Religion, religion has always baffled me from the perspective that people who believe in powerful gods are really, really keen to exercise God's desires right here on earth right now instead of just leaving him him to do it, it, (laughs) which they keep on telling you he's quite capable of and willing to do. He's willing to strike you down, sir. They insist. With this rock (laughs) in my hand, he is willing to strike you down. Exactly. (laughs) Well, we do have a third option. So we have two sides of one coin there. And number two's yeah. reasonable. No, yeah. by all means, that's yeah. pretty much one hundred percent of my options at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because you're not getting in, you're not getting into any sort of a uh, public position without a uh, without a public mandate. Uh, option number three: the people of Zane Australia need more than an inquisition. Pronounces Dickie Cochin, known fundamentalist telepreacher who pauses hawking a complete DVD collection to make some demands. I picked the wrong voice for this person. (laughs) 
We must prosecute all those who do not live according to the book. The Lord has told me that the time has arrived to bring back the good old days, back when we didn't have all these touchy-feely, fuzzy-headed punishments. Prison? Ha! Like that's a punishment. Stick these heathens in the stocks. Or even better, bring back stonings. It'll bring us into a new golden age. Zane Australia is very interested in data and mm. statistics. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. flipped your entire society on its head, mm-hmm. imagine the data you would have pouring out. You imagine see, all the information you could collect on the true motivations of Zanestralians. What, what we have discerned through watching <laughs> Entropolia <laughs> is that when anarchy is a part of society, there isn't much in the way of data gathering going on. Data really comes out of stable, controlled experiments. Flipping it into a theocracy just for the heck of it, I think would get rid of a lot of those agencies and scientists and that actually would be gathering data. So, uh, like, while... I appreciate the sentiment. I think we can continue learning from the examples of other nations. Like <laughs> like Seb America with its responsible treatment of dogs. <laughs> yep. Uh, so in the case of uh, Inquisition versus no Inquisition versus Super Inquisition. <laughs> I'm oh. voting for no Inquisition. Have you considered Super Inquisition? I think Andy just tried to sell I got a different. I got a different sell point. All right, okay. Hear me out here. Mm-hmm. It's pretty mm-hmm. funny. And if God's real, you got all your people in. Like, what if he's real, but he's not these people's god? Oh, what then if, you what are fucked. What if it's like Isis from the uh, the Egyptian pantheon? There, yeah, then you're probably in a bad state. <laughs> yep, yep. It could end badly. Yeah. So, but it uh, won't be on your head. I mean, like it will if also I make be on the decision. <laughs> I think it's on my head. You'll be there amongst them all. <laughs> Radio shows frequently feature people denouncing religion. Oh my goodness. Who'd have thought that people would express their opinions? Now, I don't have a problem with people being religious and having religion. What I have a problem with is them trying to make it law Mm. because not everyone believes the same thing. Actually, making anything law is probably a bad idea fundamentally, so you should just avoid that altogether. Mm. Working on it. I don't... don't. Very much working on it. (laughs) Uh, Civil rights activists say, now we're getting somewhere. Is Australia more chill than ever before? Citizens praise innovative government solutions. Diverse options for Australia's varied youth. Uh, I have a new postcard called Minimalist Curves. Develop an extremely intelligent populace. Uh, so ideological radicality up mm. 9.3%. Mm. Secularism up 46 Now that was already quite high, so that's yeah. a bit of a jump. Civil rights up 3.5, intelligence up 1.2, charmlessness up 0.93, recreational drug use, inclusiveness and nudity all up between 0.5 and 0.8%. Lovely. Down, we have authoritarianism down 20%. Now that is good because it went up not so long ago when I had to make uh, a rough banning call. 
I can't remember what it was on, but I remember authoritarianism went up about 25%. Okay. Uh, social conservatism down 133 religiousness down 3 It's weird that secularism went up 4.6 and religiousness went down, point, went down 3%. Uh, 1.6 in the middle there obviously chose the non-religious side. Well, it's proportional. Yeah. Uh, Tourism down 0.002 and pacifism 0.05. So no big downs except authoritarianism, which is great, and ideological radicality, secularism, civil rights, intelligence, charmlessness, all the good things up. (laughs) All the good things. (laughs) So, that church sure is rich, eh, fellas? Oh, yeah. Speaking of rich people, uh, I got an issue here. I think it was just you. I got a pretty good issue. (laughs) Uh, My issue was called, Where There's a Will, There's a Tax. After the vast fortunes of a recently deceased oil tycoon in Seb America were left to a small cactus, citizens nationwide have been asking the same question. Should the inheritance tax laws be changed? Every time I see a stupid rich kid having an easy ride of life with money they did nothing to deserve, I go into a jealous rage and start punching walls, says economically disadvantaged individual Oprah Yosef. Too bad, Oprah. (laughs) Abolish inheritance entirely. If the government takes the inheritance, then we can spend it all the cash on things that make ordinary people's lives better, like education, social welfare, and attack helicopters. Sorry, I read ahead so I saw attack helicopters. I was not laughing at social welfare. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Number two, this is a disgusting breach of my human rights, says Winston Urso, heir to an international widget empire. Just think of all the poor families who have spent their lives scrimping and saving with all the dream of passing on a modest luxury yacht to ensure the security of their children's children. All that sacrifice, all that toil, all those long nights working their fingers to the bone, setting up offshore accounts. It brings a tear to my eye. Inheritance tax has to go. Absolutely. And finally. Surely we can arrange some sort of a compromise here, says comfortable knitwear fan Calvin Maldonado. Yes, it's true that some people exploit the system, but a lot of people rely on inheritance for their for basic support. Why don't we just set a sensible ceiling on how much you can inherit? That way you get to keep the family farm, but not the five mansions in the oil refinery. This is a And no- who's going to own the oil refinery? Um, I guess to- me. I guess me. <laughs> I guess I get it all. <laughs> Look at all my five mansions, guys. I love when rich people die. Um, honestly, um, I'm going with number two. Yeah. Yeah. Inheritance yes. is a very important... Like, they've already paid the tax on the money that they earned in their lives anyway. It's double tax. It's messy. And it's, some, God forbid, like you're, getting, you're receiving money because your father passed away and then the tax man knocks on your door. It's not even like a tasteful thing to tax timing-wise. Yeah. So I would just like to take the government out of families' money affairs once because it's already been taxed once it got there. I agree. I'm not going to argue because... Yeah. Um, Number one is literally like, wham, they've got more than me. Stop it. Yeah. Like, come on, at least have a cogent argument. No, nah, um, complain. No, I, I think I, I, I totally agree. Inheritance well, her, her, should go to whoever yeah. had the money, should get to yeah. say where it goes to. Well, like I said, it's, it has 
already being taxed. So it's not like this money never touched government hands. And there is hands. nothing stopping a person with significant wealth willing stuff to the government if they want it, to a charity if they want to, to a cat if they want to, and, and making mm. a trust for a pet. Like it's all these things have happened many times before. Um, so I think number two is the best option. Mm. My talking point is inheritance tax has recently been abolished. Latest economic data shows a surge in manufacturing. Paying taxes like giving America a big hug, officials say. <laughs> Chamber of Commerce applauds government initiative and said American parents concerned about youth employment. This is confusing. I guess, oh, this is confusing. Taxation went up 1.5%. So because, the government to compensate itself yeah, from non-inheritance tax has raised it for everyone else, I guess. Correct. Because you cut taxes elsewhere, but you still have costs to cover, so you've raised taxes elsewhere. As of la- as, as with last week, my black market also went up, but only 1.2%. But that's almost 13% in two weeks. I'm curious as to why it went up this time. Rich people are richer, <laughs> so they want more things that they can't have, like drugs, like, I don't know, yeah. illegal caviar, um, <laughs> you know, Nazi gold. <laughs> I, I don't know. Nazi caviar. Nazi Caviar. Served on gold. <laughs> With a sprinkling of gold. As for my downs, the biggest was retail, 2.6%. Freedom from taxation went down, which is confusing. I thought freedom from taxation would go up, but I suppose... Oh, it's well, got, it's tax gone, increased, yeah. And it's gone down 1.5% as well as what tax went up 1.5%, so I guess it equals out. Uh, that's it, really. This, this did not do as much as I thought, but obviously I wonder if my, pop, my population has... It's not a huge gap between the average income earners and the, the quote, ultra-rich in yep. my nation. I wonder if there had been a higher wealth gap whether this effect would have been greater because it's possible like there's just not much Yeah, well, I would imagine that, that it's not affecting that uh, a large yeah. percentage of your populace. Wealthy people don't have money sitting in a bank. Their wealth is largely tied up in... Property and factories yeah. and caviar, uh, expensive panda <laughs> merchandise, caviar, the black market, stock. <laughs> you know these are these are all contributors to to wealth, mm. um, much more than than money in the bank. And no really wealthy person has that much cash on hand unless they're expecting you know a huge shake up. Mm. And if you if you you know, have a have a have a stable environment. Um, they're not going to have that much cash on hand. So th- this idea that you can tax the wealth without forcing their hand to, uh, you know, f- force the hand into selling something in order to to cover the expenses is ridiculous because there's just not that much to to begin with. Yeah, I, no, I agree. Well, so, well, good thing you didn't cut that inheritance. Uh, uh, <laughs> possibility. I love how we've just started venturing <laughs> into the world of force segues. Because if you, because if you, it's great, isn't it? If you did, there may be a lot of submerican refugees spilling over into Andropoli. Oh, I don't think Andropoli would be their first choice. <laughs> Speaking of refugees, refugees <laughs> want to call Andropoli a home. <laughs> no, they don't. Where are they coming from? The pits of hell. After several bloody conflicts in nearby regions, a stream of asylum seekers and refugees has been spotted heading for Andropolia's shores. A whole stream. A stream of asylum seekers. Some of these people have endured terrible hardships to reach our border. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It says international, international Red Cross spokesperson Tyrion Zimmer. We must welcome these unfortunates with open arms. Let the world see that Andropolia does not turn its back on those in need. Ten big Uh, bucks. Ten big bucks say he's not taking that option. It sounds like Tyrion Zimmer is just doing that for show. I didn't know that you had any Zane Stralian expats (laughs) in your government. (laughs) Well, apparently we do quite a bit of mixing. (laughs) <laughs> That's right, the highways between yes. Zane Australia and Entropolia are wide open, <laughs> unpoliced. It's literally the dead centre. On Zane Australia, it's like clean and there's like robots <laughs> like zooming by, keeping it all clear. And on your side, there's just blood. No, no, <laughs> it's no. Like, no. It, it's like the opening shot of The Walking Dead. <laughs> it's just this one, one, one cop on a horse walking down like this disaster area. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, you know, the elevator in The Shining? But... <laughs> It's just a, it's just on a bridge. It reminds me of that scene out of Parks and Rec where they're um, they're talking oh, about Eagleton. That's right. And, and you get the you get the sign of wel- welcome to Eagleton. It's all green and pastures and everything back there. And this is the sign from the other side. Welcome to Pawnee. And it's like this industrial area and concrete everywhere. These grasping freeloaders will swamp our culture and traditions, oh. argues talk radio host Billy Fernandez. Of course it's a talk radio host. Mm, yeah. First they want welfare. Next thing you know, they're taking our jobs. And you know they won't bother to learn our language. I say charity begins at home. And this isn't their home. This is the world's problem, not ours. Um, just before you make any comment, kind of harsh. Yeah, it is a bit harsh. Yep. <laughs> Can you list off for me three Andropolian traditions? Three Andropolian traditions. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> shooting intruders. <laughs> not oh, not shooting intruders. I can't remember which one it was. No, no, no. You're allowed to shoot them, but you are hold criminally responsible yeah, for absolutely. any damages absolutely you cause. You are. Okay. Yep, absolutely. So you there's are. that. <laughs> Teenagers pit uh, homeless people against each other <laughs> to put on their YouTube and Twitter channels. And I love for, how that's gone from an issue to fun. a tradition. That's exactly right. <laughs> and um, if I may, <laughs> I believe we touched on the idea of able-bodied citizens carrying disabled citizens upstairs. So it's like the, the lifting of other people. Damn straight. Yeah. If you, <laughs> I thought you were going to disagree. This, this is good. So the, uh, the the physical coddling of disabled people. No tradition. <laughs> I'm yep. not. No, I'm not going to let you frame it that way this time. <laughs> so I'm letting Andy make up some traditions <laughs> that he, the Andropolians. Hold dear. Fried food is a very popular tradition and locking yourself indoors is also... Scotland? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the weather outside is not that great and, you know, all the bullets flying through the air. Uh, 
you know, really just get in the way of the sunshine. So it's just best to stay indoors. Yeah, yeah, all right. Behind several locks. It is a bit harsh, that option. <laughs> Very, uh, like, stanzamonic. Look, he's, yeah, he's a talk radio host. He's going to have very extreme opinions because that's what gets an audience. But I'm kind of on his side. I know you get are. It. No, look, I know. somebody coming to your door and saying, I'm hungry, I need a place to stay, you know, I need some some." Clothes. Look at me. I'm 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 cold, and it's cold outside. Could you help me? That's really difficult to refuse. You are heartless if you say no. Go. You're not immoral. Yeah. But but you are heartless. That's not something I would I would never deny somebody doing that. But at the same time, <laughs> being the most supreme, <laughs> magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the Great Confederacy Just of Andropolia. Just resources to be that person for so many no, more people. No, no, no. I am wrong. It, it would be immoral for me to take by force through taxation from everybody else to distribute to somebody at my discretion. Sure. That is immoral. I'm going to devil's advocate here. Your homeless population's eating pigeon food. Maybe you shouldn't take extra people <laughs> into your country. Maybe these people will just become homeless and he can care for them in that way. Well, okay, yeah, I guess that is an option. <laughs> There's no welfare in Andropolia. No, For um, humans, only pigeons. <laughs> That's just because I didn't want them shitting on my windows. Also, if humans started shitting on I your windows... Like you would, you un- I like gas un- them. Are you kidding? You would gas the people. I like an uninterrupted view of the scum in the gutters. You know, I don't want that obscured <laughs> at all. God forbid a pigeon takes a shit on a security camera and is you can't see... Is there another option or is there just those There two? is a third option. Oh, thank God. <laughs> But it's not great. It's probably like, <laughs> it's really? it's like labor camps or something horrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! No, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, at least they're working. <laughs> Economics professor Guinea Mason offers an alternative. There is no question that we have to help those who reach out to us in their darkest hour. But on the other hand, we cannot help everybody. So let's just take the ones who are willing to keep our streets clean and our drains flowing in return for a subsistence wage. <laughs> well, that's not labour camps. <laughs> no. No, they're just not in camps. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's no camp. But he didn't threaten to kill them as well. Like he's... Labour camps aren't explicitly used for killing I assume <laughs> these ones would be. <laughs> I mean, Australia puts a lot of people in camps. We don't explicitly kill them. Don't we? Not explicitly, Seb. Not explicitly. That, that was a lot tamer than I, I thought it was going to be. Allow me to outline why that is an awful decision. For one... I will allow it. For one, it's a spending of the public purse for the benefit of a few. So that's very... I The whole disabled issue and last week's... Uh, pigeon poop um, issue was all about. Yep, was all about spending from the public purse. I just, I was just giggling at pigeon. Poop. The end. The well, pigeon poop is very serious. Apparently, <laughs> serious enough to warrant you know a knock on my door. <laughs> the supreme leader guest stepping in. <laughs> no, the Andropolian recipe for spending from the public purse is do it for only for universal benefit and avoid if possible at all costs. 
Sure. So. <laughs> Do it only for universal benefit. That is a good argument for a universal income. No. Another topic for no. another day. Another day. Another day. <laughs> It's it, so it's 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 wrong to do it from from that perspective yeah, that absolutely. it's it's spending spending tax money on a very few people. Also, it takes away people from the labor pool that could otherwise be employed through the free market doing something useful. It says no, the government is going to give you this amount of money and we are going to uh, you know set your you know, value what you what you do. Clean clean streets and can I drains, just clarify, gra- drains option, option number two isn't let them in and let them fit in with the situation. It's, it's, it's to, literally turn them it's away. It's to turn them away. Yeah. Now, this is another situation where I'm not happy with any, any of them. Yeah. Um, if I had a free hand to do it, I would, you know, not, not stop them from coming in, but they would have absolutely no recourse to any... Welfare or, or well, there isn't program. any anyway. They, no, there, there isn't anyway. That's exactly right. Yeah. They would come and they would, you know, make Which it on their why, own. Why we were laughing <laughs> so much about I know. every refugee I going know. to Andropolia. <laughs> I, I was like, saying, Australia is just over there, guys. But yeah, <laughs> with cola fountains and candy for everyone. Well, good. <laughs> if that's the attitude, then you can have them. <laughs> they are being turned away at the border. <laughs> Arms pointed, Zane Australia that way. Go and enjoy your fizzy cola and rectal exams. This is a what unique. Rectal- <laughs> <laughs> this is a very unique situation in which I think you've made the wrong choice, but also technically you've made the correct choice because they're not going into your country. Lesser of two evils. <laughs> like no, no, very, no. very much lesser of two. No, evils. no, no. I yeah. mean, like. Yeah. For them, the best case scenario was oh, not going thanks, into your country. Thanks, thanks Sim. <laughs> That's all like, oh. Thanks, Sim. Well, you'll be happy to know <laughs> that the Navy, the Andropolian Navy, has outraged the international community by sinking a boatload of refugees to prevent them from reaching the shore. How That's Australian. Right. It's exactly right. It's, it's, you know, they didn't have a megaphone anywhere. They couldn't have nudged them very gently. No, they had oh. to sink them. Good times. Good times in the hypothetical land. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. No basis in reality whatsoever. (laughs) The Andropolian Sentinel reports, borders closed to immigration as Andropolia turns away queue jumpers. Actually, as as a headline, yeah, of course you're going to turn away queue jumpers. Don't jump the queue. Get in the queue. Stop jumping the queue. Yeah. How very un-British of you. City workers harassed by street urchins. Andropolia's natural beauty, how to find it. Crime has never been worse, say elderly. Yeah, they always say that. <laughs> School bus set on fire in road rage incident. <laughs> what? Oh my God, what the hell has happened? <laughs> oh, Andropolia. Andropolia has a new policy. Uh... No immigration. <laughs> I did not agree to that. <laughs> That's true. You didn't. Foreigners cannot become residents in Andropolia. And trespassers will, will be, be prosecuted. <laughs> Charmlessness is up 187%. You deserve you it. just love those big numbers. <laughs> what can I say? It's the Andropolian in me that is attracted to extreme jumps. 
in policy and and <laughs> and, and, and ratings. Weaponization up four percent. Let me just get the details on here because I want to see these details. Ignorance up six percent. Weaponization up four. Rudeness up one point six, and crime up one percent. Apart from the charmlessness, which I don't know, you could say is kind of subjective anyway. <laughs> I guess we could say that. That's, that's, not, that's not that bad. It's not, it has been worse. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, not really, it's not really that. Old. Foreign aid is down three percent. Compliance down four. Now that's measured in law-abiding acts per hour. Mm. We are down to fifteen point eight law-abiding acts per hour. Per person, but we don't have that many laws, so maybe it kind of works out very, very nicely in the, in <laughs> wait, the aggregate. Wait, we don't have many laws, so people are abiding by them a lot of times. Yeah, a day. there you go. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> Compliance down four percent, compassion down four, intelligence down five percent, welfare down nine percent. Already in the negatives. Yeah, that that's that's so. Wait. It has a it, it it is measured by the safety net mesh density rating. It is at negative eleven point four. Good lord! I wish we had some sort of a scale because I don't know if that's good or bad. But I guess, yeah, I don't know. You know, there is zero welfare in yeah. In, well, in, in it's less than zero. Less than you're zero. actually actively harming people. Speaking of harm. <laughs> <laughs> niceness is down 16% and unfortunately tourism has oh, been affected no. down 31%. I suppose because you don't like immigrants so much. Well, a bit xenophobic. It's well, yeah, it's down from 30 tourists per hour to 20. Well, what are what statistics should we look at? Should we look at tourism or Let's look at tourism. Let's let's compare weaponization is another one that you had charmlessness. No, let's let, let's compare where the tourists are, are going. If not to so excuse me to Andropolia. Tourism is the one we are checking, sorry. Then where are they going? So Let world me. census experts tracked millions of international tourists in order to determine the world's favorite nations to sightsee. Now Zane Australia started off at a healthy 54.38. And currently, we're at a 1,131.23. My goodness. A big jump. Andropolia started uh, the game at 31. It had peaked as high as 48. And it is presently sitting at uh, 20, down from, from, from 30. Oh, it's not a huge loss. It's not, it's not a huge thousands, loss. Thousands, though? One thousand one hundred thirty-one point two three. Incredible. Yeah. I started off on thirty-two point three. I've gone. I dropped massively, and then I went back up to a top of thirty-two point seven. So okay, and but I've currently dropped to twenty-eight point eight. Oh, so my biggest jump was yeah thirty-two point two eight to thirty-two point seven one. So I'm yeah. I don't know what you've done there, Zane. Good job. Very good job. I agree. You've got the well tourists done, in Zane Australia. Yeah, um, it's almost like the game is trying to tell us that government spending money give us uh, all great social benefits. I've, I've spent a lot of money. My government <laughs> does everything. Um, like it is, there is a few ups, not a lot of downs, but there is like one significant one that I went from about a hundred to just under a thousand. Right. Um, I'm not sure what decision that was. It was fairly early in the game about. 
late late last year. So I don't know. <clears throat> uh, hmm. I guess, but interesting nonetheless. I, I think your big down said America might have been your dogs when when because you went like down m- right at the start. No, in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't. That's why. I, uh, but so the invasion from the Wesseltonians didn't affect your <laughs> tourism at all. Apparently not. What was what did we what did we check out last week? What was the? I believe we checked on safety. No, safety. it wasn't safety. Was it safety? Safety. Yeah, it was safety. Yeah, my safety dropped massively around about the same time my tourism did, though, because like it's in the middle area. Yeah, well, safety and tourism, I imagine. We'll but I just together. don't know what I did. Who knows? Like I, my whole thing's deregulating. If you listen back, I'm sure you'll be I'm able to find. Never out. going to. You <laughs> never make me. <laughs> I don't, I don't need to make you. All right, well, that's us for this week. If you enjoy the podcast, please let us know on the social medias, uh, Twitter at World Order Pod, Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a new world order podcast. If you have a lengthy comment to send us, just email us at a new world order podcast at gmail.com. And if you have some spare money that you think would be better used in Zane Australia, <laughs> Submerica, or most likely in Antipolia, <laughs> you can go on to patreon.com forward slash a new world order and for as little as one American dollar a month, you can, I guess, help help Andropolia out a little bit. <laughs> we don't need your charity. Thank you very much. I feel We're doing like perfectly well on our own. Maybe I need to invade you to impose my charity on you. <laughs> but seriously, on, on Patreon, you can get... Uh, all of our secret episodes, which is one in one, for every four that we publish on this feed, we do one extra for the patrons, mm. uh, and they do get a little spicy. So you can look forward to that if you want to sponsor us there. Indeed, as always, I have been Zane C. Weber, federal uh, the Chancellor of the Federal Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards the future. I've been your people's champion, your one in two hundred, your man on the street, the man that gravity forgot, Sebastian. We still didn't figure out what that meant. <laughs> Who knows? Of the United States of Seb America. You should. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. If My scientists insist, are working on it, Zane. If you insist on making your title so long, I insist on interrupting your stupid title <laughs> list. I was just saying my catchphrase. <laughs> well, of the three of us, I have been the most bewildered, most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Until next time, everyone. a mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important lessons. Or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical. Subscribe to Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know, wherever you find fun and funny podcasts. Or at our website at thatsnotcanonproductions.com. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.